yo, yo. Whether you're wearing pants or not, welcome to No Pants Required. I'm your host, X3C, and thanks for joining. Today's episode, Don't Be Afraid of Therapy. I'm going to try to explore some ideas and suggestions to help you guys seek counseling or a licensed therapist or even a life coach. Maybe explore some use of technology and just overall general self-care methods and techniques. Before we dive into the episode, let's jump into the quickie. Today's quickie is about meal prep. Do you meal prep? Do you find it fun? I find it exhausting. <laughs> Some people enjoy it. I see those posts on Instagram and I think, wow, they make it look fun. These, these you know, folks are, you know, cooking. And for me, cooking in general is not fun. I don't like the cleanup process. I don't like the going to the grocery store process. I don't like creating a different idea after the first week or the second week or the third week or that fourth week. It's like I run out of ideas, right? You go online, you see ideas, you see suggestions, but then you start to think, well, how much does this cost, right? Because it's not cheap to cook healthy, if you will. So for me, meal prep is difficult. I find it very challenging and I find it very frustrating. Um, but I also understand the necessity of meal prepping, especially when you're trying to save money or you're trying to maintain a healthy eating, uh, healthy eating habits. And so, you know, cooking daily, eating out, or even a hybrid approach, you know, I just want to ask you guys, what do you do? Do you do one of the above? Again, that's meal prepping. Do you cook daily? Or do you eat out? Or do you have some type of hybrid approach? For me, I have meal prep, well, not necessarily meal prep, if you will. <laughs> I meal prep by utilizing a service that I use for um, my dinners um, five days a week through Territory Foods. And this is not a shout out to Territory Foods. There are so many other meal prep services out there that provides many different options at different price points. Um, some allow you to cook your food yourself. If Definitely if you enjoy that type of process and you don't enjoy the process of going to the grocery store. But um, for me, I find it a lot easier to have the meals ready to go. So as they come to the home, there is no prep. There's no cooking. There's no cleaning. There's nothing, really. I just pop it into the microwave, if necessary, and eat my meal. They come twice a week. Um, the cost is what well, was reasonable in my opinion about $12.99 per meal which is really on par to any other type of meal especially when you go out to eat most meals probably cost more than that now but as of late I've I've noticed some of the costs especially for some of the meals I like the most like the keto paleo meals I have a few dietary restrictions in there and they also added in a delivery service charge now which is different from when I first started the service, the meals were delivered to my local CrossFit gym, which was outstanding. You know, as I'm working out, I could just pick up my meal you know, when I'm at the gym and just leave. I've really found that to be a great, great feature and a great service. But then it changed. When the pandemic started here in the United States, it moved to, obviously, it moved to the home delivery service which was great, right? We're still able to maintain those meals without having to go into the gym location, even though going into the gym location was really easy. There was already a refrigerator system set up at each of the gyms that participated, or business, to be honest, but 
mostly in gyms. And you just walk in, you find your packaging with your name on it, you grab your product and you leave. You didn't even have to be a member of the gym, just was purchasing the service. It was really awesome. It cut out on the delivery fees. If you're already out and about, the items were already out with you. I'm sorry, you were already out and about. So it was easy for you to just drive over to that location. And so during the pandemic, they switched to the delivery service. And I, I found it very convenient initially comes twice a week, every Mondays and Wednesdays. You get text messages and you get photos when it's delivered. It's really sufficient. But obviously, in the beginning, I believe it was a free service. And then they started to charge. I mean, they have to make money as well as pay for their costs. And so that cost initially was a, you know, a feature that was supposed to be temporary, but then became permanent. Because now the model that they started with, with delivering meals in the gym, no longer exists. It's not even an offer out there anymore. And so all you can do is require is request a delivery service. And, and of course the fees for the meals increase from 1299 to a different price. And so now I'm a little frustrated because the overall price is a lot higher than I originally started with. So I will start shopping around, um, for different options out there. And I would suggest you guys do the same every 30, every 30 days or 60 days. You can try different services and see which ones fit you and fit you best. And, you know, I would even suggest as this episode, uh, um, you know, talking about like self-care and ways to find healthy habits, um, as we will talk about a little bit later on, I would suggest even finding a way to see if the costs of, you know, looking at when you purchase food in the grocery store versus a meal prep situation or meal service, delivery service, um, see which one of those costs is more advantageous to your lifestyle and your way of living. I think that's a pretty good idea. And I pretty much like a hybrid approach is the way I go about it. There are occasions where I do cook something on a Saturday. It's usually mostly, well, mostly for breakfast. I think I find that to be really easy. I could take oatmeal, some cashew milk with pea protein, um, peanut butter that I absolutely love. Um, a little bit of cinnamon, and um, I just let it sit into the fridge, sit in the fridge for like, you know, I may fix three or four. Um, it depends. Sometimes I do that in the winter months, but it's a way for me to meal prep a little bit in the mornings. But for dinner purposes, I, I mean, with work schedule and everything else that's going on in my life, I find it challenging to have time and even energy to meal prep. But some people really enjoy it. And I know you guys out there who really enjoy it. I will probably talk, reach out to some of you guys to see what techniques you use and, and how do you make it maybe even easier. Maybe that's something I'm not doing properly. Um, but that's, I want to know, what do you guys think? What do you do? Do you meal prep? Do you think it's cost efficient to meal prep? Do you cook daily? Do you eat out daily? Do you eat out on a hybrid approach? Or do you have a hybrid approach in general where you mix it up um, all around? Hell, do you even have a chef? Do you have someone come to your house and cook for you? <laughs> Let me know. I would like to know that. Okay, guys. So that's the quicker for today, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Again, today's episode, we're going to be talking about meditation, self-care, healthy habits, motivation techniques, general health and well, uh, wellness services, 
particularly free services and a use of technology to help assist. So first, I would like to say I am not a licensed therapist or psychologist or have any clinical experience or expertise. <laughs> However, I do have a great perspective and lots of experience. Um, I've actually talked to a lot of people um, who have or are currently utilizing some type of therapy services, life coach, if you will, even life coaches. Um, I think that's really important um, to to have a, a well-rounded and grounded experience. So um, what do you, I would just want to offer out here. So how do you find a life coach or a therapist that fit your style? Like what qualities do you look for in that particular individual? Well, I would say it depends on certain needs that you may have. And I will fit those needs into three categories. Comfortability, outcomes, preferences. Comfortability, outcomes, and preferences. So I'll, let's dive into this. So these are the three I really suggest um, when seeking. And these are some of the three that I even looked into when I considered therapy and when I reached out to my therapist. So someone you can truly connect with. So that's when you're really comfortable with that individual. Um, you may have a, a, a need that you want to articulate. And you want to see if that therapist, you know, mesh well with that particular need. Culturally, um, there are aspects to consider there. And maybe you're, you've been more comfortable with someone with a similar culture to yourself or even a sexual orientation. Um, if if that's a, a something that's important to you. I think that it's definitely important to have a therapist or life coach that can that meet some of those needs and to make you feel as comfortable as possible because you do want to go into those sessions 100% authentic to who you are and what you think your problems may be. You, you know, we don't know. And that's the, the beauty of therapy is to help navigate some of the situations that you may be aware of are unaware of. Secondly, I would say outcomes. Do you have a desired outcome in mind? And that's fine. Um, I would say don't let it be the total approach, but having a desired outcome is a way to start the conversation and what you, you think it may be. And through the process, it, you may discover that it's something other than that. But having a desired outcome is a a way to start the conversation where it's not all over the place. It helps ground the the sessions or your experience in a particular direction. And I do think that outcomes is this category is really subjective, but hey, it's you. It's what you're looking for is what you're seeking. Right. And I think that's very important. And lastly, in this category, and lastly, I think what you're looking for a therapist and some qualities to look for is preferences. It may sound like comfort, comfort, somebody you're comfortable with, but preferences is a little bit different because you're looking for particular attributes of that therapist. So is it the age 
or is it the gender of the therapist or the ethnicity of your therapist, right? Those are important to some people. Um, it's not necessarily important to me, but I know for some, they're more comfortable with speaking in some environment and a little bit more free with, you know, feeling comfortable. So search within yourself to determine what you think is important as a preference when you're seeking the help or guidance from a licensed therapist or life coach. I also want to suggest that, and this is a big one for me, mental health is the same, in my opinion, as physical health. You know, just like you you wake up and you you take care of your body, whether you do it in the morning, midday, at night, it doesn't matter, right? You you put energy into the physical look of your body. I will also suggest for your mental health, you do the same. It's a muscle. And you want to ensure that you're putting the same amount of energy and effort into your mental health as you would do into your physical health. And I think there are ways I can offer that I found. You know, it's, this, is, this is not a list that I found online or anything like that. These are just ideas that I have that I think are important for mental health. Um, and one being meditation. Currently, I do not do meditation, and, but I found that I have ways where I do meditate on occasion. And it's, it's usually random, but I do find it super helpful. There are times when I get in my car, and I don't know, wherever I'm going, there's no music. There's nothing playing. I'm not on my phone. Obviously, I'm driving. But it's really quiet. And for me, I find that to be relaxing. I find that to be my moment where I can meditate. And I look at meditation as just that moment where you are with yourself. And it is super helpful sometimes to just turn it all off and not hear anything and not have anything in the background playing. Nothing soothing for you. No music, no TV playing in the background, just quiet. Nothing. When you are forced to be alone with yourself with no other distractions or additives, I think it is critical. Meditation, in my opinion, is critical. And now, obviously, there are some formal ways to do meditation. You can do it in the morning or whenever you want. Um, some even suggest doing it right before bed. Um, I often, you know, I, so I, I'm going to talk about this app a little bit later when I talk about technology. But there's this app that I use oh, years ago, actually. And it helped me in a form or in a sense meditate. It wasn't really directly meditation, but it was like a, in some cases, it was a nine to 12 minute stretching exercises. And it was very calm, instrumental type of soothing music that, you know, really like put me like at peace. And what I enjoyed about that app is, is, is all about stretching. And I found that to be very soothing and I found that to be somewhat of a meditation technique that was that I can even offer to you guys as an option out there like you, you're doing two for one again mental health and physical health all in one meditation I can meditate for nine to twelve minutes or I can just be at peace and center with myself with soothing instrumental music while I'm stretching 
hey, it's a win-win. It's a two-for-one. It's a twofer. Um, secondly, I will offer here is self-care. And one would say, well, hell, how's that mental health? Well, for me, if you look good, you dress well, self-care is all about the mental game as well. Is how do you present yourself to the world? How do you feel when you're out in the world? You know, I I joke with some of my friends who who have a perspective of being very comfortable at all times and they would dress that way. And I am a little bit opposite on the spectrum where I am super comfortable at home. But when I leave the home, I want to present myself in a certain way and whatever that is, right? It could be that I'm, I'm trying to look a certain way. Like I'm trying to dress a certain way, which may want to be comfortable that day, right? Or I may want to have that hobo, that hobo chic, if you will, type of look. Or maybe even a dressy or a preppy look or a sports look. I mean, I can do it all, right? And I think self-care is important, and particularly grooming. Haircuts to, I mean, we could just go on and on. Um, Hairstyling, your nails, your pedicure, your body. Are you hairy? Do you shave? Do you groom yourself? Men, do you groom yourself? Ladies, do you groom yourself? Right? How do you take care of yourself? Do you wear makeup? Do you have, do you use the, uh, well, shit, I don't know what it's called. The, the, um, when you have maybe even spotty or patchy hair and you have a little spot that's not as well defined, do you use that? I don't know what it's called, but it's a product out there <laughs> where you can like cover it up a little bit and, and mask it. Do you add in extensions in certain parts where your hair is thin, right? Or do you wear a certain type of clothing? or an undergarment to help accentuate your your shape or the look that you're going for, right? Some may think, well, that's not really self-care. Well, for me, it is. It's, it depends. If, if you're comfortable in doing those things and it make you feel good, then do it. That's all part of self-care to me, taking care of yourself. Now, flip side of that self-care outside of grooming, it is not, as I should say, it's not just grooming. You know, self-care really is about you. Maybe it's taking that time, similar to the meditation, as I mentioned earlier, where you're taking time to be who you, the self-discovery, if you will. So it's maybe even learning some things, reading a book, um, understanding how you operate in certain environments. And maybe you don't like that and you want to fix it or you want to change it a little bit. You want to be a little bit different, a little bit positive, a little bit you know, better overall. What are techniques out there and there are books out there and there are ways to to do so. And so self-care outside of the grooming perspective is can be you working on yourself. Right. You hear people say, I'm working on myself. What specifically are you working on? Do you have a goal that you're trying to reach a target? Do you want to be nicer to someone? OK, that's great. How are you practicing it? it what are your techniques to achieve it um and what are your motivations to help reinforce and how do you measure your success you want to know how well you are doing you don't want to just say oh i'm working on myself are you really well if you are you have a plan in place to do so so self-care is highly critical thirdly i will offer out for self like mental health is healthy habits Healthy habits. I'm going to cover three areas here. In particular, under healthy habits, food. Now, we all need food to survive. But sometimes we indulge 
in areas to make us happy. That's a little different from a healthy habit. You know, so we there are times where we look at food to be an escape. There are other times we look at food to be a necessity. I need the nutrients, the vitamins, the proteins, the fats, the calories and the carbs <laughs> to survive or to reach a particular goal. Right. Especially if you're following your macros, if you're a macro counter out there, shout out to you. You're a winner. <laughs> I applaud you. I really do. In fact, let's find a hand clap in here. <laughs> Give it up to the macro counters out there. Give it up those to those people who understand what they're putting into their bodies. Those individuals are the true heroes out here. They understand how to take care of their temple, their body, right? I am not there on my journey, but I can tell you I'm trying to get there. Um, though I find it very difficult and very challenging because I mentioned earlier, I don't like cooking in a quickie. I don't, right? And so I used to like it, but now I don't. And I find it very hard for me to count my macros I just rather someone else count it for me, but that can become also super expensive. So if you look at food, really, you should be thinking about food in a way as sustenance, right? It's something you need to survive. And we've food industry through television and the different TV shows and cooking shows out there, you know, we've taken food from the necessities to like a spectacle it is something that we we see to enjoy and we want to try these different experiences and i'm not hating on you guys for trying it because i also try it right in fact i'm going to probably try it really soon like tomorrow but we have to keep it in, in mind the word that i really don't like moderation you know i hear folks say moderation i even say it but moderation without a plan it's just an excuse, in my opinion, to just do what you want to do. Food, in a sense of a healthy habit, should be more in line with LL Cool J said. This was years ago. I don't even know why I saw this quote at somewhere, but it said something like, if it tastes good, then it's not good for you. I went, damn. It's kind of right. When you start adding in all the additives, the butters, the sugars, the spice, well, spices, you know, okay, but once you start adding in the salts, too much of it, um, too, many, too much sodium, too many flavors and sauces and all of those ways to make food taste really good, that's when it, it loses its, its value to your body. And I want to say that specifically, the value to your body, right? Food should not be something that hinders or hurt your body. It should be something that improves and help you. Again, we're talking about healthy habits here. So, for example, um, you go on a no sugar, and I've done this, <laughs> a no sugar or reduced sugar diet. I can tell you with that low sugar, it affects your mood. It dramatically affects your mood. And not just the energy, it affects your mood, like how nice you are. And I'm, I, I consider myself to be a pretty positive person. Pause. I am. Don't look into the microphone. Or don't look into your screen or your cell phone or however you're listening to this podcast and think I'm not. I'm a nice person. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, but it does change your mood. And I think I did this a while, maybe a few years ago. And it it took me 
maybe almost two weeks to adjust my body to adjust to that type of mood and the lack of sugar but the energy wise was horrific i mean i don't even drink coffee but i had to drink coffee during that time because I, I needed a natural way to um and that's black coffee by the way nothing added nothing except for ice because i don't like hot coffee <laughs> Um, and it was enjoyable. And so um, after I got through the first two weeks of the low sugar, the coffee helped a little bit in moderation. That's that word again. A little bit of it. Right. And it, it definitely helped me with a little bit of energy. I really enjoy that part of it. And so whatever you do as it comes to food, just make keep in mind healthy habits and have a plan. Um, as I mentioned earlier, there are three pieces to healthy habit that I think. And the third one is physical fitness. You see a theme here mental health is the same as physical health it all ties together so healthy habits right physical fitness is a habit right you go to the gym at a certain time especially when you really love it and when someone or a work meeting or something comes up and you can't make it to the gym and you get frustrated that's a healthy habit in my opinion you don't want to obsess over it but i think it's a really healthy habit when you can when you feel connected to your workout and you really want to do it um so again, physical fitness is another version of a healthy habit. And thirdly, I would say for healthy habits is your circle of influence. <laughs> Look, you got to help reduce your stress and avoid stress if possible. And to me, the way to do that is your circle of influence. What you can control, what you have power over, what domain you have power over, that's your circle of influence. Anything outside of that, you know, you can be aware of it. You can understand it. You can help. You can use that information to help guide you. But when when we focus so much on things that are outside of our control, remember, guys, outside of our control, like a policy or a law or something that someone else did at work, none of those things are in our control. Re release those. Those are something that we shouldn't stress over, something that we should not um take in to our physical well-being you want to understand it and you want to use the information to help guide you along the way but i'm a big fan of circle of influence and help reducing stress i think if you guys haven't like looked that up you could easily google it or even find a course or a book to that talks about that i look do it i think it's important circle of influence do it do it right now pause this episode do it right now and then come back to this episode i'll wait i'll be here I'm not going anywhere i'm just sitting in a little box talking away waiting for you guys to join me again oh you can't see me i'm doing a little dance sorry <laughs> so motivation techniques is another mental health is the same as physical health that i would like to offer you guys and so as i mentioned earlier i do practice like trying to remain balanced and remaining positive and this came out of necessity to be honest with you this wasn't always who i was um but when i discovered years ago that my acne in my face was linked to my stress levels and how i worry and i think my body in general overall just worry because i'm always like on and thinking about things i'm very self-aware and rem you know remaining keeping that balance in in check was super important for me and remaining positive is something I had to do and it worked you know it helped me reduce my stress 
Uh, sometimes folks say, well, you know, I'm a little too, <laughs> you know, carefree. And, and, and I, you know, I may say that may be true at times, but I need to be in order to protect myself. That's again, go back to that self-care to protect myself. I have to put techniques that can help me be the best version of who I am. And, you know, sometimes it may not be great for others, but again, there are times where you're doing it for you. You're not doing it for them. Keep that in mind. Motivation techniques that you have out there. Do you have a hobby? That's like a motivation technique you can use. You can go out and garden, if you will, or, you know, you do something around a home or you do something in the community, some type of activity where you, you provide a service to others. You know, those are motivation techniques that I will offer to keep you happy, to keep you motivated, to keep you interested and engaged. Um, so I, again, these are just areas I, I feel where your mental health is the same as your physical health. So areas that you can work on um, to do things that's important to yourself and to help you be more centered, understanding yourself, but understanding you know, how to be a more positive individual in the world and a more healthy person, whether it's food, and whether it's uh, your physical appearance as well. So I do want to shift the conversation a little bit to let's talk about money. <laughs> yes, I know money. Here we go. But in particular, let's talk about money as it relates to your health free services. So um, I was talking to Renee yesterday about this, and I know that there are free services out there. And when I mean out there, I mean, like in your communities. <laughs> and so there's a Boris Lawrence Henson Foundation by Taraji P. Henderson, where this foundation offers free virtual therapy services. And I'm certain there's like local county, city, or even your town where you may live offer free services. I am almost certain there are always services out there please seek those services out. So when I'm talking about money here, I'm talking about free services. You don't have to worry or stress over. I can't afford a therapist. Oh, I don't even have health insurance at all. Well, again, just Google it or whatever search engine you use, Bing or others out there. Find information to help guide you to the free services that they may have. There's also life coaches I know that provide, you know, initial free services to help get you started as, as well as to help to, to give you the experience of how a therapy session or a life coach session could work. And so in those sessions, I would offer, you know, take, if it's a free 30 minutes or 20 minute session, take, you know, take advantage of that. Again, it's a service, right? And you may discover I don't need this or I do need this and I can find the money to um, support me getting better, right? It's all about yourself, self-care again. I'm going to keep talking about it, self-care. And so as you you seek the, the, the services of a therapist, whether it's free virtual services from your local state, county, or life coach services. And if you guys may recall, I did an episode called Learning to Be About That Life. 
learning to be about that life. It was episode four. Um, if you haven't listened to the episode and you're, you're a new listener or, you know, you started at some other points or you randomly, you know, found my podcast or, you know, I pushed it on you many thousand times. <laughs> um, please seek out or just even listen to that episode. Um, my friend, life coach Rashib Abdul Thomas provides a free 20 minute um, session for life coaching. Um, there are other life coaches out there. But it's a life coach that I off that I would suggest highly recommend um, you guys utilize his services again. Free twenty minute session. When there's free, take advantage of it. Right? There's no harm there. There's no sign up. There's no one, you know, hounding you down. You know, trying to seek your information and use it for some sinister reason. You know, try to release those again. Circle of influence. Things you can control. Let's release the worrying. And the worrying that someone is out there to get you they're not <laughs> you know this is about you taking care of yourself let's flip the script to be less about the others and more about you and i will offer as we're talking about free services sponsorship you may be in position where you can fund a free life coach or therapy session for a family member or you are the one seeking a session. And again, you don't have health care or you have health care and it just costs too much. Ask someone in your family, a family member, a friend, you know, to sponsor you for one session. I know it's humbling you're asking about money and money can be tricky. But please use the word sponsorship. They're not getting this money back. And they should be well aware of that. Or on the other side, you are the individual and you you may notice or you you have an idea you have a conversation with a friend you think they may can benefit from the use of some type of therapy session or services and you want to offer please go right ahead offer to pay for that session for them you know these are ways we can help um you notice i haven't mentioned at all any techniques in here about your friends <laughs> friends are great to have conversations with to you know, when you have shared or like interests or even you wanted to, um, you know, go back and forth on a particular topic or something even light and fun that's not really heavy. But sometimes your friends can be can skew. And so I always offer to speak to someone who's a professional because your friends are not professionals in this environment unless they are a clinical psychologist or a life coach. Right. So. You notice I did not say friends. Let's try to avoid the use of friendship here. Let's 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 seek the services of those who are professionals, who've been trained in this um, profession and can help provide the service at the level in which you need. Um, so, while some services may cost a lot, I just really would like for you guys to explore where applicable, where there's free services out there. Um. Also, when it comes to these services, your job or your employer may offer or provide services. I know many offices and organizations throughout um, the world offer services to their employees who may have a moment of, of need and desperation. You know, some organizations provide employee assistance. Some provide it as a proactive measure. Some also provide it 
as a reactive measure where, um, for example, you have a job where it's um, drug-free environment and you sign a contract and you uh, get randomly tested and you test positive and some organizations, not all, but some organizations will not fire you. They will help you if you, you know, reach out to them and say, I have a problem and they will help you with some type of service. And that's just one example. Other examples can be, you know, you have a lot of stressful things going on financially or you're going through a divorce or you having some life challenges physically, mentally that's going on with you. And you just need help from someone outside of your friend or family circle, a professional again. And so there are employers out there who provide those services and some of those services are free. Seek those services if possible. Um, and lastly, I want to cover is technology. Again, please do not be afraid of therapy. I've just I just offered literally a bunch of different techniques out there and options out there. All of this is in the arena, in my opinion, of therapy, ways to make you better ways to help you through your journey, wherever that journey is. I would say technology can absolutely help you help assist with you on your journey. I know there are mindfulness meditation apps out there. Some are free, some you pay for. Don't be afraid to pay for something that's $3.99 a month. You know, you may do it for a few months and you may find that the free versions are better or that the paid versions are better. Just explore it all. Look into those mindfulness apps um, and find a time to meditate. If it's five minutes, you only have five minutes in the morning before your kids wake up, before your spouse wake up, or before you leave out the door to head somewhere, or you commute on a train, commuter train or local train, subway train, whatever train or bus you're on, or even in a car driving to work. It's a little hard in the car because there are distractions that 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 can interfere. Um, I would probably say do it in a place where you can ground yourself where you can really get into it for that moment. So, you know, least distractions as possible. Again, I mentioned earlier that ROMWide app that I used um, a, for a little while. It was really for it to help me stretch and really get into that deep tissue stretching. But in a process, I've really found it to be soothing in, in a type of meditation uh, technique. Um, there's also an app out there called Better Health Calm. Hell, even your smartwatch provide like helpful meditation like apps and, and, and methods on there. Um, your health provider can offer like on-demand services as well that can assist. Like there's so many technologies out there to use. Um, I think because we usually keep our cell, cell phones and in, in a lot of cases, a lot of us have smartphones, especially here. Well, well, anywhere really smartphones really become or became like the dominant devices and, and it's almost in everyone's hand. And so because you have it in your hand, I was offered, hey, you have the tool there. Just open it up, find an app, again, a paid or free version and commit to it. Put a plan in place and say, OK, I'm going to do this for 21 days to start a new habit. For every morning I wake up, the first thing I do before I log on to Instagram before I do any of that, I click into that mindfulness app or that meditation app or that self-discovery app or that positive reinforcement app, whatever it is, you open that up 
first day in the morning, five, 10, 15 minutes, however much time you want to or can devote to your betterment, your betterment. You like that? <laughs> um, so hopefully you guys, these, these areas cover ways so you guys can be a little less afraid of therapy. I think it's important that we all explore it. It's not horrible. You know, I even, again, I didn't really cover much about my personal journey, but years ago, a few years ago, I did seek the service of a therapist and um, I had, again, a particular issue I had in mind that I was struggling with. And after speaking with my therapist, I realized that I really had a lot of it already done. I was already on path to starting the journey and I didn't necessarily well need the therapy at that moment for that particular issue I was going through. Um, but she helped me discover other areas in which I can be better. And, you know, just also talking to life coaches, you know, I follow life coach podcasts out there. Um, I follow other life coaches also on Instagram and those motivation techniques, understanding myself, you know, all of those things help with um, me being better. And therapy, again, can come in many different forms, as I mentioned throughout this episode. So, again, do not be afraid of therapy. All right, guys, until next week. Remember, positive energy leads to positive vibes. Don't forget to subscribe if this is your first time joining. No Pants Required can be found on Google Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Peace.